Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Bridgewater is a production of iHeartRadio 3D Audio and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. For full exposure, listen with headphones. Listener discretion advised. Ed! Ed, are you our... Ed! Ed, where are you? Ed! 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 And, and where, where are you? Dad? No, 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 no. No, Ed. Ed. Jeremy. Ed. Oh, Jeremy, over here. Ed. Right here. And where? Where? I'm stuck. Oh, my God. I didn't see it in the dark. Are you hurt? No, just a little bruised. Nothing major. Come on, help me up. Okay. <sighs> you okay? Fine, fine. It's just a little wet. <laughs> Stupid swamp. What the hell happened? I just, I, I couldn't see in the dark. Put my foot down in the wrong place and just went down. What is this, a sinkhole or an animal den of some kind? Maybe. Or a trap someone set for us, I don't know. Oh, come on, Ed. It wasn't a deer that slammed into us, Jeremy. There's somebody. What the? I don't know, come on. So Olivia was right. There. Well, come on, let's go talk to them. Don't move. Look. Their hands. Hmm? Not so harmless after all. Why aren't they back yet? Why aren't they back yet? Oh, why aren't they back yet? 
chill, man. They'll be fine. Anne is a badass. A couple of Manson family wannabes are not going to scare her. Okay, last I checked, the Manson family murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> you know what I mean. The gathering is a bunch of whack jobs who have nothing better to do than spout nonsense and stand in circles singing Kumbaya. Because you're such an expert? By now I am. I have spent the last hour and a half reading about them online. What? How? No, no, that's not possible. I, I searched every conceivable database trying to find reference to them and have come up with basically nothing. That's because you're looking in all the, you know... Legal places? Something like that. Anyway, while you've been sitting there with your cute little papers... You, you think... You think my papers are cute? I have been trawling every single board and forum popular with cultists. Oh, I've been reading police files for your information. There's plenty of stuff in there that's useful. Oh, yeah? Ooh, like what? Like, uh, like, like, did you know that the gathering had an extremist offshoot in the 70s that believed in human sacrifice? Uh, they were called, uh... The Children of Tichuba? Yeah. Yep, found them too. Really? I've only been able to find one or two references in the period research I've done. After the mid-80s, there's no trace, but but you've found something in the past two hours? Are you kidding? A fringe black magic cult that believes in human sacrifice? That is internet catnip. What are they saying? It's Latin. Pretty sure. Do you speak Latin? No one speaks Latin. And no. So you don't know what they're saying? No, but neither do you. DJ no! What the hell? What, what are they trying to do? Who cares? They have a six-foot bonfire in the middle of protected wetlands. Jeremy, did you... Did you see that? See what? In the fire? What are they doing? They're heating their blades. Why? I don't... And? 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 They're coming toward us. And? Run. Wait, wait, wait. So are you saying that the children of Tichuba still exist? No, thankfully. Seems like the gathering excommunicated those members, for lack of a better word. I guess the main group wasn't so interested in human sacrifice and realized how racist and misguided the offshoot was. Because of the whole Salem witch trial thing? Yeah! Tichuba was the first one to be accused of witchcraft simply because she was a woman of color and easy to blame. She wasn't a witch, she was enslaved and abused and scapegoated and jailed and, and we don't even know how she died. And for a bunch of weirdos in the 70s to take her name and apply it to their creepy goth cult is racist and insulting and just plain wrong. Wow, that was... Have you been sitting here keeping that in for the past hour? It drives me nuts. Probably a bunch of rich, bored kids who don't know a single thing about the history of the place they live. Oh, well, that's not fair, because, I mean, they clearly knew a little bit of history if they decided to name their group after Tichuba. Why are you defending them? No, no, I'm not, I'm not... I get where you're coming from. Completely. My heritage has been co-opted and twisted, too, believe me. But that doesn't mean it's not interesting. At least, ac- 
academically. Whoever the children of Tichuba were, they were clearly familiar with at least basic Salem history and were trying to accomplish something by invoking Tichuba's name. That's what I'm interested in. History is written by the victors, which is why the Salem witches are still so maligned and misunderstood. Well, I'm so glad all that suffering can be your academic interest. It... It's important, the way history is told. When there's something complicated and strange like the Salem Witch Trials, most people don't even attempt to understand the nuances of it. Instead, the myth survives. And that's what you study. The myth. Exactly. Why? Why not just study history, then? Help people understand the complicated pieces. Because stories are the easiest way to do that. There's a reason the weird, incorrect legends survive. They're easier to digest, more interesting to engage in. Okay, but as far as I'm concerned... Oh, thank God. Hey. Where the hell have you guys been? And why are you covered in dirt? Um, (laughs) we found the gathering. Yeah, and they've what, challenged you to a mud wrestling contest? (laughs) I don't think we would have won considering they had very big scalding hot knives on them. Knives? What? Yeah. Are you guys okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're fine. We got out of there really quick. What? You didn't stay and talk to them? Well, we didn't think it was a good idea with them being armed and us having recently fallen down a lot. But we know that it is not our only chance. What do you mean? The leader? I know her. (laughs) Olivia, I'm gonna need you to find an address. Look, I'm just saying that if you spend all your time focusing on the legends, I think you're really missing the point of it all. Oh, there are a lot of people who are doing the good work. Ah, Bradshaw. Yeah. I I think we should talk about what we saw. Isn't that what we've been doing? No, you know what I mean. Not the gathering, not the knives. The fire. What about the fire? I know you saw it, too. I could see the look on your face. I was watching a cult have a secret ceremony. I can't even imagine what my face was doing. No, no, no. I I saw you, and you saw the symbols in the flames. They were the same ones that we saw on the rock. That sounds like a trick of the light. And not to mention, we both bumped our heads. Yes, yeah. And what about that, huh? Who was in the woods with us? All the gathering members. There was... No, no, they they were dressed in white, right? So if one of them had knocked us over, we would have seen it. It was like, no, no, more like a a shadow was chasing us, I think. And it was an animal. Why did you call out for your dad? What? I heard you. I heard you call out for him. Did you hear something? I don't know what you're talking about. Jeremy. Vipin, you ready to go? Yeah, one sec. Well, uh, anyway, thanks for the lively debate. Sure thing. I'll see you around. Yeah. Look, I'll see you Monday, okay? You will? I mean, yeah. I think we should go talk to Celeste together, right? Yes. Yeah, I I agree. Okay, good. Hey, and Anne, uh, thank you. For what? You, You really kept your cool tonight. That's what I do. I'm not some shrinking violet. Bradshaw. I... That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I, I... I know. Look, it's not what I do. I was terrified. And even with all the insanity and being chased through the woods and falling down into a sinkhole, you...
kept your head and you got us out of there. So just thank you. Well, you're welcome. So now can you agree that you need to listen to me about all of it? (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think, uh, what we both need is a good night's sleep. Sleep isn't going to make this go away, Bradshaw. Well, it's worth a try. Have a good night, Anne. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks They stay fresher for longer in your fridge My salad lasts all week long which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Kind of looks like your place. What do you mean? Well, secluded, near the woods. Bit of a creepy hermit vibe. (laughs) My house doesn't have a creepy hermit vibe. Well, you don't have any neighbors, Anne. And it's not like we live in the middle of nowhere. You really have to look to find a place as secluded as yours. Oh, well, at least I don't have wind chimes. I mean, how much more cliche can you get? Yeah, she's definitely got a very, uh, neighborhood witch feeling going here. Yeah. Hey. Don't you think we should be bringing in the police on this? Because you think they would listen? I just think, I don't know, we were almost attacked by burning knives last night, and this woman was at the center of it. She's not dangerous. How do you know? I interviewed her, and I'm pretty good at reading people from, you know, my decades in the police force. 
But you interviewed her 40 years ago. I think it's likely that things have changed since then. Yeah, people don't change. Do you think she's going to remember you? I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yes? How may I help you? Sorry to bother you, ma'am. Um, my name is Jeremy Bradshaw, and this is... Ann Becker. Yes, I remember you. My, how we've aged. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling pretty spry. Almost like I could run through a swamp in the middle of the night. Mm. Would you like to come in? Uh, thank you for the tea. It's very... Yeah, it's unique. My own blend. You don't want any, Miss Becker? Uh, I don't typically drink homemade brews given to me by cultists. Yes, let's not skate around while you're here. You said you came across our little meeting last night. Uh, yes. Sorry to be so blunt. You weren't supposed to see that. I don't know if it lived up to your expectations, Miss Becker, from what I told you about the gathering in the past. You barely told me anything about the gathering. You were a potential witness to a crime. Oh, come now. You didn't actually believe that. Everyone else did, but you knew. You knew that the gathering had nothing to do with any of the dark happenings in Bridgewater at that time. You knew we weren't Satanists. We still aren't. That doesn't mean you're not messing with things that you shouldn't be. I mean, what exactly were you trying to invoke last night? We were trying to speak to the other side. What does that mean? Do you know what Hakamak Swamp means in Wapana'ak? The place where spirits dwell? You see, unlike you, I actually have family members who are Wampanoag. Don't presume to know my heritage, Miss Becker. Uh, is that why you were there? Because you believe there are spirits? Hakamak Swamp is just one of several places we meet. I can't divulge the other locations. Freetown State Forest, maybe? Dighton Rock? I couldn't say. This entire area is ripe for communication. The veil is thin here. Again, what does that mean? The Bridgewater Triangle, as I believe you call it, is a bright spot. A portal between worlds that attracts creatures of all sorts, looking to get to the other side. The other side? Yes. What, what is the other side? Well, it's the side that isn't this one. Okay. Meaning, meaning what exactly? The other side is many things to many people. For some, it's a demon realm, a place of fire and malice and great and terrible power. Those are the groups that everyone has always been afraid of. Like the children of Tichuba. Yes, those awful people. I thought that they were part of the gathering. We shared some members for a time, but no, our philosophies were entirely different. The children of Tichuba, so heinously named for a woman whose personhood has been already dragged through the mud plenty, believed that Bridgewater was a doorway to hell. They believed that they could call on the devil as the Salem witches purportedly did and gain unthinkable power. But just as they misunderstood history, they misunderstood this area terribly. But you understand the area. Yes, I do. Well, no. That's an awfully arrogant thing for me to say. I am but a mere mortal. I could never truly understand all the secrets and magics that this place holds. But I understand it better than most. I am attuned. 
And I take it you don't think this is a doorway to hell? No, I do not. But it is a doorway. For others, the other side is the Fey Realm, the place where magic is real and creatures of mischief reign. For some, it's a wormhole, a place to transport you through time and space. But for the gathering, it is none of those things and all of those things. It is a doorway to everything else. Everything except hell? We don't believe in hell. But you do believe in magic. We believe in energy. And we believe that there are many mysteries in this world that we simple humans will never be able to fully comprehend. So then what were you doing last night? What were you chanting? Apere ianuam, venite audite, dice nunc. Open the door, let us hear, speak now. What does that mean? Well, I just told you. No, I mean, what, what do those words mean to you? The gathering is dedicated to communicating with the other side. To what end? I can't tell you that. Because it's a secret or because you don't have any goal at all? <laughs> you don't believe in anything, do you, Jeremy? No, I do. I, I believe in, I believe in science and I believe in what I can see with my own eyes. But you say you're a folklore professor, and yet it is clear to me that you don't have respect for the gathering and our beliefs. No, no, please. I'm. Look, I'm sorry if I offended you. I, I really don't honestly have any problem with anyone believing anything as long as they're not causing harm. We're not doing harm. The gathering is a peaceful, spiritual group. Then why were you all carrying burning hot knives last night? You were leaving your ceremony to go further into the swamp to do God knows what. Carvings, my dear. The knives were for carvings. We have to communicate somehow. You were all there, so who were you communicating with? Other members of similar groups who might happen upon our doorways, our future selves, our meeting places must constantly shift as the land shifts. It's the 21st century. Why not use... I don't know, phones or signal or some other secure messaging. We know that some of your members are using anonymized emails to talk to each other online, so it's not like you can't use technology. <laughs> well, some of our newer members prefer that form of communication, yes. But we are not only communicating with those in the here and now, Jeremy. Right. You mean you're also trying to talk to the other side with, with the carvings? That is correct. The forest, the swamp this entire region. It wants to speak to us, speak for us. So you vandalize protected lands. It isn't vandalism, it's freedom of expression. Free speech doesn't cover defacing state parks. I think you know a little something about unconventional communication, Miss Becker. What do you mean? Someone has been trying to communicate with you and with you, Jeremy. He's desperate to talk. Excuse me? Uh, forgive me. I'm speaking out of turn. I think it's best for you two to leave now. Oh, we're not done talking. I'm afraid we are, Miss Becker. I'm sorry I couldn't be of more help to you. You know, we could cause you quite a lot of trouble. I don't think you could. Last I checked, you were, how do you put it, 
persona non grata with the police? I'm not sure they'd listen to you, and even if they did, what exactly would you be saying? You may have trespassed on a very private meeting last night, but you didn't witness anything illegal, correct? You're harming protected forests and swampland. And the police are suddenly so concerned with nature? You need to face reality. You don't have any power here. I had absolutely no reason to talk to you, and yet I did. And I don't need to indulge this any longer, not from people who don't respect who I am or what I do. I think you should go. Fine. We, we appreciate your time, Celeste. And I'm not trying to cause you any trouble, I promise, but would you be willing to talk to me more about the gathering? It would, I think, make some really wonderful local coverage for my book. Hmm. I'm not sure that's the wisest idea, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, neither am I. Please just consider it. I will. It, if you will consider opening your mind. <laughs> there are messages, Jeremy. Your father. My... F Did you know him? I... Just the story. I just know the story. What do you mean? There are... Really, you need to leave. I wish you all the best. Keep an open mind. Wait, wait, Celeste. <laughs> well, that was a crock of nonsense. Well, if it's such nonsense, then why did you ask if you could talk more? Are you kidding? You were right. She's a wonderful cliche. The wind chimes were just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> so you don't believe a word of it? I definitely believe that she believes it. But that's why I want to talk to her more. The more research I do, the more... <sighs> Vipin was dead on. This personal angle is so important. I don't think my book is just about the legends of this place. It's, it's about the people, too, and what the legends mean to them. And Celeste, she's a great example of the ways that all these myths mixed in with the age of conspiracy they've congealed into something brand new. New myths, new ways of interacting with them. What's so interesting... Okay, no offense, Bradshaw, but uh, I don't need the whole academic lecture here. I get that you're excited about your tenure and your uh, publishing deal or whatever. Well, my publishing deal isn't totally finalized, and I think... But I'm looking change. at a slightly bigger picture here. She's hiding something. She's not hiding something. I don't think that woman is capable of hiding anything. Now, whether she's been watching us or is genuinely in tune with something that we're not... I can be fairly certain it's not that. She knows things that she shouldn't. And I'm going to find out how she knows, one way or another. Oh, Anne, what are you talking about? What does she know? The unconventional means of communication that she was talking about. Mentioning your father. Of course she mentioned my father. She's preying on my vulnerability. Yes, yes, but she, she was right. I do know something about unconventional forms of communication. What are you talking about? I got a voicemail from your father. Okay. I'm sure you got a lot of voicemails from my father when you were working together. No, Jeremy. Not when he was alive. I got a message from him two days ago. Brad. 
Bridgewater was created by Aaron Mankey and written and directed by Lauren Shippen, with executive producers Aaron Mankey, Misha Collins, Matt Frederick, and Alex Williams. Supervising producer Trevor Young, editing and sound design by Trevor Young and Matt Stillo, and music by Chad Lawson. Starring Misha Collins as Jeremy Bradshaw, Melissa Ponzio as Ann Becker, Karin Sony as Vipin Karana, Lori Allen as Nancy Collins, Cheryl Umania as Officer Bautista, Victoria Grace as Katie Franks, Will Wheaton as Captain Haddock, Hillary Burton Morgan as Shelley Hoskins, Jonathan Joss as Joseph Hoskins, Sabra May as Olivia Hoskins, Samuel Marty as Ethan Hoskins, Kristen Bauer as Celeste, and Nathan Fillion as Thomas Bradshaw. With additional voice acting by Brigham Snow, Andrew Nowak, Julia Moritzawa, Jarvis Johnson, Anne-Brielle Bresnan, Kristen DiMacurio, James Oliva, and Liran Amiel. Learn more about the show over at grimandmild.com slash Bridgewater. And find more podcasts from iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And as always, thanks for listening. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 